What's the difference between a golf ball and a donut? There's a hole in one, and the other one can get a hole in one. No, don't laugh. That's the worst joke in the world. I actually just wrote that myself yesterday. So if anything, I'm, I'm giving you a warm-up, uh, some preparation for the terrible jokes you're going to get in your bonbons at lunch today or dinner today. So then you can hear them and go, oh, no, I know an even worse joke that Father Cam told me in mass. We've come to Christmas, come to the end of our year, and it's a good time. Well, it's a good time to do this, but we even do it naturally. We just think back to the year that has been, all that we've experienced, all that's happened. And I wanted to start today by inviting you to reflect on what has had the biggest impact upon you this year. Of all that's happened, of all that you've met and all that you've done, what has had the biggest impact upon you this year? It could be a person, it could be some event, um, it could be some circumstance in your life that's impacted you, it could be some opportunity or discovery, and as well, it could have been a positive impact or it could be something that was challenging, that um, made the year difficult in some way. But there's also, I th- as, as you're thinking of those things, I, I reckon some, some of the things that have impacted us would have impacted us all. There are certain things that have a sort of a global influence, I think, of something like, you know, the war in the Ukraine that I'm sure has touched most of our hearts in some way this year. I remember where I was when I first heard that news. I was driving with one of my brothers and he, and he was telling me about what was going on. Things like that, or, you know, like the pandemic as well, will have an impact upon, you know, almost everybody. Still in different ways, but they have like a global impact. Other things, and perhaps um, some of the things you're thinking about that have impacted you most this year might be very personal. Might be something that just happened to you and something perhaps nobody even else knows about. Um, something that was, that was just in your own individual life. I think like that for this year, I remember I had a, a conversation with my brother about six months ago that was, it was particularly encouraging, and from that conversation, I then went and did some crazy new things, and um, that's had a, quite an impact on me in the last six months as that has flowed out. But you know, if you had have heard that conversation, it may not have meant anything to you, but it had that impact upon me. So some things are sort of universal or global, and some things only impact some of us. But the other question I want to ask about that is, how deeply do these things impact you? Because something can be really striking at the time, it might really excite us or really shock us at the time, but then it doesn't actually change our life in the end. I think of like the soccer, the World Cup was on, and um, we gathered as a brotherhood, me and the other priests and Deacon Justin, and we watched it together, and we got all really excited, it was really stressful. Okay, whoever won or whoever lost, we go back to our lives, you know. It doesn't actually change anything for us. Whereas other things, perhaps they don't even seem so significant at the time, but as the days or the weeks go by, you notice that it actually changes your life in some way, changes how you act or how you feel or how you think. And while we can go through life being impacted by so many different things, we can see, you know, a thousand different news stories a day, we can contact a thousand different people on our social media at the click of a button. We can be impacted by all of these things, but we can be impacted on the surface level or we can be impacted more deeply. And I think there are some significant kind of things that should impact us more deeply. And so my question to you is, would you rather be a golf ball or a donut? 
Because a golf ball, I'm sure you've seen a golf ball, it's got lots of little dimples on the outside, as if it's been impacted by lots and lots of different things, you know, a thousand different things from every side. But those little dimples don't go beneath the surface. They're just on the outside. And we can go through life just letting things impact us in a superficial way and moving on to the next thing that's going to give us a little rush and get us excited. Or we could be like a donut, which has had a hole punched right through it. And perhaps that's a bit of a drastic image, but maybe even a, a jam-filled donut or a, a um, cream-filled donut where, you know, it's, it's reached the inside and changed the inside of it. So with the many things that can impact us in our life, do we just want to be living on the surface like a golf ball? Or do we want to let it really impact us a bit more deeply like a donut? Now, I promise I'm not going to talk about golf balls or donuts at all for the rest of the day. So that's it. The real question that I wanted to reflect on with you this morning, though, is what impact does Jesus have on our lives? We come today to celebrate the birth of Jesus. What impact does he have upon us? Now, the fact that we're here, either you've come to church this morning or you've um, looked up on YouTube and joined our stream, Jesus must have had some impact on your life. You've at least heard of him. Um, if at Christmas time you're celebrating this feast in some way, Jesus had some impact upon your life. So for some of you, it may be that the answer to that question of what was the biggest impact upon you this year, that might have been your relationship with Jesus, some way that he's moved in your life or spoken to you. Um, others for you, it might not be so deep. Uh, it might be, you know, just enough to call yourself a Christian or a Catholic, or it might be just enough of an impact to bring you to Mass every now and then. But it's good to recognize our starting point. This is how Jesus already does impact our lives. Because then I wonder, what impact could Jesus have upon our lives? What impact can the birth of this child that happened 2,000 years ago have upon us if we let ourselves be impacted by it? And we could say that the birth of Jesus was actually one of the most significant moments in human history. You know, in the last 2,000 years, the name of Jesus has been shared pretty much to the ends of the earth. Most people on earth would know about Jesus to different degrees, but they know who he is. As well, if you look at the 2,000 years of history, the impact that Christian tradition, as well as the church, as well as lots of Christians acting out of their relationship with Jesus, have had upon art and culture the impact they've had upon science and philosophy, the impact they've had upon medicine, healthcare, um, as well as laws, so many different ways in which civilization, human history has been shaped by this little baby who was born way back when. A big impact, a global impact, you could say. But our faith actually claims something even deeper than that, that Jesus has such a universal impact that his birth that happened at a particular place at a particular time is actually significant for every person who ever lived and who will ever live anywhere on the earth, every single human being. We hear Paul talking about this in our second reading today. He writes to Titus and says, God's grace has been revealed. God's grace has been revealed in this little baby, and it has made salvation possible for the whole human race. Big claim. 
This little baby's birth is significant for everybody. It's bringing salvation, bringing life and freedom to everybody on the earth, every human being. That's one aspect of it. But the other side, which we particularly see when we come and celebrate Christmas, and we look at these images of Mary and Joseph and the baby in the manger, we see that there's an intensely personal side to Jesus' birth as well. It's as, as intimate and gentle as a young couple welcoming a baby into the world. And there's something profoundly, the impact of that, the impact upon a, a parents having a child is, is huge. Now, many of you are parents, and you can tell me more about this, but it changes, it changes life. <laughs> you know, I've even there's a few young couples here who have brought their children for their first Christmas, and... Yeah, when they welcome that baby into the world, it's amazingly joyful, also incredibly challenging, but their life is impacted in such a way that it's now geared around new priorities, around new structures, and things are totally changed. Now, while I've shared in the joy of so many babies being born, whether in my family or friends or parishioners here, it's great joy for me to share in that, but I'm not impacted in the same way that they are. That baby's birth doesn't have the same impact on me as it does on the parents. There's something exclusive about it. There's something about this. This is a hugely significant moment for our family, and it's not the same for everyone else. There's babies born all the time, but it doesn't change our lives constantly. So Jesus' birth is somehow both these things. It's global and world-changing and significant for everyone, but it's also extremely personal, extremely intimate. And we see, we see this in the reading today. We, from the first line of the reading, we go from Caesar, the emperor, issuing an edict that the whole world is going to be recorded in a census. So here we have the, the Roman Empire was the whole known world at the time. And when he said that you had to do that, everybody had to follow that. This impacted everybody's life. You all had to go and find where you had to be registered. But then in the next sentence, suddenly it zooms right on in and we see this young man and young woman and their journey, their trials to go to the place where they have to be registered and they're bringing forth this baby to be born. It suddenly becomes very personal. But these two seemingly opposite things, the the global and the personal, come together in the shepherds. I think, because the shepherds don't really have any reason to be involved with Jesus' birth. They're just hanging out, doing their work in the fields, and they're like, oh, angels are bringing me a message. Why are they doing that? Um, Mary and Joseph aren't from Bethlehem, and the, the shepherds are from Bethlehem. They wouldn't have actually known them. They have no connection with the family. They don't know who this baby is. They don't know who the parents are. I can imagine the shepherds asking the angels... So why are you telling me about this baby? (laughs) Okay, great, that's a joy for the parents, but why are you telling me? But still, this is the news that comes, and the angel says that the baby's born for you. That the birth of this child is also a great joy for the shepherds too. They're invited to share in it, even though there's this intimate, personal joy that the parents share, the shepherds are invited into that because Jesus is born for everybody. Now we can ask that very same question. 
We can think about this baby that was born halfway around the world 2,000 years ago and ask, what on earth does that have to do with me? How could the birth of that child possibly impact my life? But this is what our gospel tells us, that Jesus is not just born for Mary and Joseph. He's born for us. He's born a saviour for us. We hear in Isaiah, the prophet speaks about this light coming into the world. He says, the people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. And Jesus' coming into the world is like this great, powerful, immense light, like the sun that's got the power to touch everybody, to shine upon the whole earth. But it's also just as intimate as a little candle lit in your home. Because Jesus comes not, just, not only to be a light for the world, but to be a light for your home. To be a light in your family. He comes to be a light in the darkness that you're facing. To guide you. Again, we hear the, the angels proclaim, peace on earth to all people. And yes, that peace is for all people, but it's not just a kind of a blanket peace that gets distributed evenly and it's like, okay, great, that's fine good news, but it's a peace for me and it's a peace for you. Jesus comes to bring peace into your doubts and your fears and those things that you're wrestling with. He comes to bring peace into your struggles. When this child comes into the world, he's born for all of humanity, but also he's a gift for each one of us. He's the sign of God's love for the whole world, but he's the sign of God's love for you. He's God's presence coming into the world, yes, for the whole world, but he's God's presence wanting to come into your life and be present with you. And so it's not really that difficult for us to open up to this gift of Jesus' presence, Jesus' light and peace. Um, to open up to allow him to impact our lives. The shepherds, as the angels come, they were kind of terrified instantly, like their first reaction was one of terror, and that's kind of fair enough because there's something huge going on here. You know, Almighty God is reaching into their lives um, and moving. That can make us scared sometimes, but they're still able to follow the invitation of the angels. The angels say... Very simply, come and see the baby. This is the sign for you. Just come and see the baby. And so we're already here to see the baby. We've already come together to celebrate the birth of Jesus. We've already come to, to rejoice, to claim that this birth does have significance for us. And so the simple question for us then, the simple question for you and the question for me is, am I open to the impact that Jesus, this little baby born into the world, can have upon my life? Do I want to welcome the light and life and peace and joy that he brings into my own heart, into my own family, my life? And so I'd like to Take a moment with you now, and if you'd like to just say yes and welcome that gift that Jesus wants to bring you.
Now, you might like to close your eyes for a moment. You might like to just look upon Jesus, our baby in the manger. This tender little baby born for us, born for you. Jesus, I thank you for coming to show God's love to me. Thank you for coming among us to bring us joy and to bring us peace and to bring us light. Please shine your light in my life, Lord. Please shine your light into my family and into our home. Jesus, I welcome you to come and impact my heart. Hello, Father Dan here. If this homily has been helpful, there are a few things I'd love for you to do. Firstly, subscribe to this podcast or share this episode with someone who might find it helpful. And consider also helping us to expand our mission and reach out to more people by donating at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash donate or you can click on the link in the podcast description. Thanks so much for joining us and have a blessed week.